Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Magic Circuit. This is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about Kinoko Nasu's Tight Moon Universe, which means we mostly talk about Fate Grand Order and all things Fate. I'm Ben. And I'm Mia. And I'm Yuri. Yay! Yuri's back! Yuri's back! It's me! Woo! The boy expert himself has returned once more to grace us with his presence. <laughs> it's true, it's true. And since Yuri so skillfully navigated the landscape of all of the currently existing boys in Fate last time, uh, we're now going to introduce maybe some new boys. New boys? Maybe some new boys. Maybe some new boys. This is... We're doing something a little different this time, folks. We, um... There's not a lot of news happening, and uh, you know, in in the fates these days. So mm-hmm. we thought it might be fun to to make some some new fates of our own. Uh, we're gonna give each other some historical figures. Uh, then we're gonna break, have some prep time, and then when we come back, which will be like real time, like tomorrow in episode time, like ten seconds probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just put like uh, I think I'm gonna put like the little the little a little jingle in there or something. We can reuse um, the the sound effect I made that one time with the BB time stop. Oh, you did make a BB time stop. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, send me that. Send me that. We'll reuse that. We'll do. Oh, that's fun. Um, but yeah, we're going to make some servant OCs. Uh, we're going to do this in like a triangular fashion. So uh, I'm, I'm, giving my, I'm giving Yuri three choices. Yuri's giving Ben three choices, is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. then Ben is, and then you're giving me three choices, Ben. Correct. Amazing. Well, I should write this down, shouldn't I? <laughs> I, I did write it in a sticky note because I like I went through a bunch of like old Beast Slayer create a servant threads, and I was like, oh man, who even did things in history? Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> There's uh, so many of them. I just have the Wikipedia pages for my three open. Oh yeah, so we I should... figured I could link those to you guys. Yeah. Oh, true, true. One, one, let me pull this. Easy up. reference. We should limit our usage of any other like fan canon anything. Yeah. Like, okay. don't just steal someone's OC. <laughs> no, no, no. Totally, totally agreed. I suspect. Um, for okay, we're giving each other three. I have four. I can't decide which. You can one give me I all four. It's fine. Okay, I'll give you all four. <laughs> for, for at least two of them, I'm willing to bet no one else has ever done a uh, fanon OC. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Mysterious. But I agree this should be our, our own work. Um, everyone yes. else has their OCs. Do not steal. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> right, right. We're, we're no stealing OC making community. Right. Okay, so should I have, we just, I have uh, Wikipedia pages open to present, so I am Should good. we just jump right into it? I guess so. Okay, I guess who so. wants to go first? Huh? Who wants to go first? Oh. I don't have my I Wikipedia guess... pages open, so let me not go first. Okay, okay. So maybe, Ben, why don't you do me first to buy Yuri some time to get the Wikipedia pages open, and then, okay, sure. I will, and then I'll give Yuri, and then Yuri will give you. Okay. My first of the four is... Uh, someone who I believe we actually very briefly considered um, when we were doing OCs for our our fanfic, okay. um, but didn't linger on for very long. Okay, uh, it's Lady True, uh, a female warrior in third century Vietnam who managed for a time to resist the Chinese state of Eastern Wu during its occupation of Vietnam. 
Okay. And her, her famous line, she's quoted as saying, I'd like to ride storms, kill sharks in the open sea, drive out the aggressors, reconquer the country, undo the ties of serfdom, and never bend my back to be the concubine of whatever man. Yep. She has also been called the Vietnamese Joan of Arc. So that's option one. Okay, I, I do remember, I was like, I, I remember something about riding storms, so yeah, we, we did very, riding very Riding storms and on. killing sharks in the open sea, yeah. Yeah. That's some badass stuff. Some, that's some servant stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two is okay. Virgil. Oh. From Devil May Cry. Wait, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, the, the real Virgil... Right, a real Virgil. I was like, okay, I didn't know. I didn't know video games were on the table. But we could do that. Author of the Aeneid. Also consider, however, the other fictional Virgil, which is the Virgil that appears as a major character in Dante's Divine Comedy. Okay, so we have Divine Comedy Virgil and like OG actual Virgil. actual real life Virgil. Yes. Okay. Then got it. Option number three is Rana Valona the first Rana Valona the first who is the queen of the kingdom of Madagascar in the 1800s okay um cool she her husband was king and then he died young and she manipulated events to take over um she is we a kind a, of we love a manipulation yep she's a kind of historically controversial figure um and I'll, I'll read you one line from her Wikipedia page here, which is pretty good. Rana Valona's traditionalist policies were abruptly reversed under the reign of her son, King Radama II. A hmm. widespread epidemic of, quote, spirit possession throughout Imarina, which was the kingdom in Madagascar, followed Radama's public conversion to Christianity and was popularly attributed to the outraged spirit of Rana Valona. Hmm. Interesting. And then okay. the fourth and final option is Francisco Pancho Villa, the okay. Mexican revolutionary general. Okay, the, 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 the classic. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. You gave me some very interesting sounding choices. Thank you. I thought so, too. They sound yeah. fun. Yeah. Okay. Any initial thoughts on who you might be leaning towards? Oh, man. I figured we would pick and then move on, but I guess we could all just stew while we while we, we give could each just other stew for a bit. Yeah, maybe stew. I think initially I'm like I feel like Virgil is probably going to have the most like easily accessible material. Yeah, you know. So my my brain is going that way. I'm very curious about Rana Valona. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about Pancho Villa other than the name. I know I know like the significance, but not really any any specific deed or any you know noble phantasm worthy thing. Right. Um Lady True, if I recall, although the name is pretty badass, I I think the there was a little bit less info. I'm sure if Not I did a some ton digging, of I information find some. about her, yeah. I'm probably uh, I'm, I'm also thinking we probably don't have to choose in this recording session. Give a little time to do a little research and oh, yeah. on one that Yeah. Oh, oh, you know, that's a good point. I would say And then we'll come back at the beginning of next recording session and announce our choices. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Alright. I think I'm definitely leaning towards uh, I, I really am interested in Rana Valona. I think I'm leaning that way. Or towards Pancho Villa, just because it'll give me an opportunity to research someone who... Like, another figure I don't know very well. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where, where I'm at right now. He's an interesting guy. Had a crazy life. Yeah. I believe that. Ooh, okay, good choices. 
Um, damn. All right. Why Yuri. don't you go for Yuri then? Yes. Oh, okay. Are you ready to receive? I'm ready. Okay. So, for you, thank you, Force. So now I kind of want to give four. Do you? Do you only have three? I, I won't. I won't re-expand. Me? If If you only have three, I can. I can figure something out. Okay. Um. I'll. I'll give you an optional fourth one in case. In case it uh, really, really jumps out to you. So. Your first pick, and I could not find any OC servants on the beast lair of this strapping young lad, a personal favorite of mine, uh, Hong Gil Dong, um, who, is, who is a Korean figure, sometimes called the Korean Robin Hood. Um, he is kind of like, imagine if Robin Hood was like more of just a straight jerk, but also was <laughs> like a 28th level wizard. <laughs> um Okay. And had like, like ba- he basically makes like a reality marble in one of the stories that he's in. Um, so he he strikes me as a very fake character. Fine. Um, but a similar kind of like Robin Hood esque structure of like you know, gang gang of bandits stealing from the rich that sort of thing. Just it's it's a little more fantastical. Is he like a, a historical person or uh, is he mythical? Um, I believe there was like a real Hong Gildong, but I don't think, like, like I think perhaps maybe this is this is a combination of like you know some folk tales being conflated with like a real person. Got some it. guy on NPR um, described him as sometimes a single character can help define a country's sense of self. Here in the U.S., you might think of Jay Gatsby and the Great Gatsby or Superman. In North and South Korea, it's Hong Gildong. I did see that on the Wikipedia. Yeah. So there you are, Hong Gildong. Um, I have like a little picture book that's like the story of Han Gildong Aww. that my parents gave me when I was younger. Aww. Um, okay, the next choice that I have for you is one Dr. Faust Ooh. Um, Ooh. of German legend. Sort of started out as kind of a more of a folktale sort of thing and then has kind of gone into literature and plays. Famously made a deal with the devil, so I'm sure you're both vaguely aware mm-hmm. yeah we um, definitely a... need that um support conversation for mephistopheles yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's let's leave let's i was like you know the okay i i actually listened to a podcast episode of um of myths and legends which is a podcast i'm very fond of uh he did a very good retelling of of the faust story um that was very entertaining but i would recommend that you give a listen if you if you don't quite know where to go because it is a it is a very good thing um also kind of a, a wacky definitely a, a, a wacky legend and like at some times a sympathetic character and other times just kind of like faust what the fuck are you doing man um but yeah so you've got your classic dr faust deal with the devil um then i have a a, a favorite of yours yuri Uh-oh. a a figure who needs no introduction hua mulan yes ah. um it's Mulan. Yeah, it's just Mulan. <laughs> it's Mulan. I mean, obviously, you know, D- Disney, Disney Mulan, real life Mulan, pretty different. Disney draws some inspiration, but uh, yeah, it's it's Mulan. <laughs> it's just Mulan. It's just Mulan. You could you could play around with some stuff like you know you could with some some iteration on the Disney the Disney Mulan, then also dig into some historical mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you got you got some options. Uh, and the fourth that I will present to you is someone who we talked a lot about for our 
our own OC thing previously. You too, or is a us too? Is a uh, uh, I don't know if you and I did. Okay, at least Ben and I did. I'm ready. Um, Akinhaden, who is a pharaoh, um, ah. who is the pharaoh who basically just looked at all of ancient Egypt, ancient Egyptian religion, and was like, "That we don't need that anymore. Now we worship a big yellow disc." <laughs> Oh yeah! <laughs> Welcome to the cult of the sun disc, everyone. This is great. This is what religion is supposed to be like. And everyone was like, "Dude, are you okay?" And he was like, <laughs> "Yeah, man, <laughs> sun disc." When you started that sentence, I thought you were going to hit him with the Amelia Earhart. I thought about I thought about hitting him with the Amelia Earhart, honestly, because I think our Amelia, but I think our Amelia Earhart concept is very good. Yes, so. that's true, and like very strong. And I also am pretty sure I hit you up for some some advice on Amelia Earhart, Yuri, at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, Our girl. Yeah, but there are your four. Cool. Cool. Okay. Do you want me to like ponder on which one I'm doing? Because I really don't know. If you if you just have no clue, if you want to give us some of your rambling out loud, you're welcome to. If you don't wanna, then I think you. you you know me too well and you chose four characters that I'm very interested in. Um Yes, I do know you well. Um <laughs> so that's that's fun. I I like all of them a lot. So it'll cool. be difficult to choose, I think is cool. the, the right way to say it. Yeah. Okay. I but I will be some... able to choose. Yes. I did hit you with some some fun boys, some some dirty boys, and some boy question mark. <laughs> so, <laughs> as it should know, be. We got, we got the full range. <laughs> also, so, as Mulan has a skill, boy false. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. God mood. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Um, okay. Ben. So as this yeah. as you did introduce me as the boy connoisseur, or one of you did, I should warn you that all of these are boys. I didn't plan okay, that, okay. but that's just the way it turned out. Um, it's just how it do. It's so, your area of expertise. So as Use I was some personal bias, you fool Yuri. <laughs> Nothing in this series is always boy. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah, I would be really interested in seeing some of these characters as not boy. Um, yeah, we could definitely we could we could play around with that if we wanted to. But I in my research I was really focused on um, North and South America. Because I think in our last episode, we sort of zoned in on those as areas where... Yeah, definitely. There aren't that mm-hmm. many servants from. So I sort of went in that mm-hmm. direction with what nice. I was doing. Okay. Um, cool. But all of them are, like, pretty well-known characters. Y'all pulled out cool. some really amazing niche stuff. But while I was going over this with a friend, they were like, only do things that people actually know. So I'm doing <laughs> things that people That's actually funny. know. Um, I think they I should probably be at least one of those anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, this is smart. Yeah. So the first, I, mean, I pick some pretty well-known ones. Like, not a lot of people in America know Han Gildong. Yeah. He's like big. He's big yeah. deal boy. Oh, definitely. Oh. Milan's Milan. And Milan's Milan. <laughs> uh, so the first one that I, the first option I'm giving you, of which I do have four, would be Don Diego de la Vega, otherwise known as Zorro. I was uh-huh. actually thinking about Zorro for one of mine. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Wow. Okay, interesting. So technically, like, the character did come out, or not come out, but he was released in 1919, but his story is from, like, the 1700s. So I think he's, you can count okay. him. Um, yeah, he's yeah. valid. The 1900s rule is kind also, of gone. Is kind of gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I Pancho Villa is, um, did most of his stuff in the early 20th century, but he did stop being an active military person in 1920, so he's we're three months away from him being a valid servant. <laughs> oh, that's true. Right, right. The <laughs> the hundred years. Yeah, let's go. Uh, okay, so okay, we're just gonna Zorro. release this episode three months from now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, he's fun. He does a lot of things. He carves Zs into things, um, notably. So you got a sword there. But he's also apparently, according to the Wikipedia page, an accomplished writer. Yes. Okay. Um, some class flexibility. Uh, he, he some class can flexibility. definitely multi-class. Um, he wears a mask. That's sexy. You know? Mm-hmm, it's true. Lots of options. He's basically, <laughs> like, he's the inspiration for Batman, too, yeah. isn't he? Um, yeah. Is he? Whoa. That makes sense, actually. Huh. Um, so he's a very fun man. Cool. Um, for sure. The other options I have for you, so option two out of four, would be um, John Henry, otherwise known as the Steel Driving Man. Oh, I love John Henry. Yes. Okay, I'm happy that you know That's who a great story. Um, yeah. I was thinking everyone should, but then I was like, maybe people don't. Um, so that's a good I definitely don't. North America person. So Mia... Um, and also for the, the viewing audience, um, John Henry was, um, I think, an enslaved person in the in North America, um, and he mm-hmm. was like working as a steel driver, so someone who makes um, railroads. And like the the government mm-hmm. was like, or like the higher ups were like, we have a machine that's going to make this railroad so much better than you, my guy. And he's like, no, uh, I can beat the machine. Um, and so he. Word beats the machine, and then immediately dies. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, but there's he also... drives okay. himself so hard to beat the machine that it kills him. Yeah. It's a very interesting, like, early industrial revol- revolution, like, anti-machine folktale. Hmm. Yeah, that is, like, a very specific window of time. Um, Wait, we got another Stella, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a fun guy. Um, also, again, hitting that North America... Yeah. Dark skinned heroes. Fun stuff. Yeah, cool. yeah. Let's go. Um, I actually never realized that um John Henry was an African American folktale. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that definitely cool. adds like a good that's that's like important context. Yeah, yeah, in a um Africana studies class I was in, we were talking about how um part of like the folklore is that um or some part like some telling to the folklore is that he was supposed to like be promised uh area of land that like him and the other African Americans in the like area could inhabit like as their own, um, and mm-hmm. so if he beat the machine, then he could have that area of land. But since he died, they never gave it to him or like to the people. In the end. But he's a super fun character. He's buff as shit. Cool, cool. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huge, huge beefman, huge beefman. Um, the other option I have for you, another American hero, which um. It's sad is not in fate already. Is Tecumseh? Tecumseh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know the name. I don't know anything about him. Um, so he was a Shawnee warrior in chief. Um, he's actually from Ohio, which to the viewing, viewing audience, that's where I am right now. Um, Ohio Rep. That's where my mom is from and also where I went to school. <laughs> we went to school together. Amazing. It's true. We went to school. Together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we ever explicitly said that in the last time Yuri was on the yeah. episode, but we went. We went to school together. We're, we're good pals. Um, but he tried to establish an independent Native American nation and did like some really fascinating like tribal confederacy stuff. I will send okay. you his Wikipedia page. He's a very cool guy. Um, there was a war called the Tecumseh War. Yeah. Huh. Awesome. Damn. Okay. Oh. Okay, so we could get some more Native American rep. Yeah, so that yeah, 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 Geronimo yeah. isn't just bad and alone. Yeah, yeah. please <laughs> make something better than Geronimo. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good boy, but they could have done him so much better. 
it's super true. At least yeah. give him better skills. Good God. And the fourth option, which is the one I did not want to bring up, even in the notes app on my phone, I have a little frowny face next to it. Okay. <laughs> is not and yet is and yet and, and, and yet is not from um the United States. Okay. okay. But is a a hero of some sorts, some would think, which is Guy Fox. Uh, Guy Fox. Oh, that's an interesting one. Um, it's 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 the man himself. It's the man himself. I don't know if he needs introduction, um but I think uh, him and his legacy could be very fascinating. The, the notorious hacker anonymous the notorious yes. hacker anonymous <laughs> yes mr fox himself the immortal the, hacker <laughs> the servant we all needed yeah but that does open okay. up some interesting like venue for how how do you combine the current like iterations of like the the iconography with like the classic whatever mm-hmm. yeah right perhaps some room for an innocent monster perhaps some room for an innocent monster it's true also for someone love- who really didn't do that much, someone who has such a large legacy. That too. That's, That's also true. true. Huh. Yeah, that definitely okay, sounds cool. like a good innocent monster. Very interesting. I we think- got a wacky lineup going on. I yeah. think as of right now, I've got to look more into Zoro because I don't really know much about him. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, he crossed my mind when I was brainstorming figures, but then it's like, there's a lot of Zoro out there that I know almost nothing about, and I I didn't want to do like the research just to know whether he was a good one to put out or not. Word. But now that he's been presented to me, I think I'll I'll look into him a bit. Um I think as of now I'm leaning towards either him or John Henry. Nice. But Sounds the other good. two uh I will have to think about as well. Yeah. We got some solid picks going on. Yeah, we do. I did have Damn. to like physically restrain myself from just using different Persona Five personas. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel that. I was thinking about giving you Arsene Lupin. My list has Goyman, Goyman and Lupin on it. Or Lupin. Oh, really? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Lupin. Lupin. I uh, I actually picked Virgil. Was the last one I came up with because I wanted to include one person who was more like mythologically adjacent and that makes um, it like like classical the classics mm-hmm. right adjacent yeah. yeah that makes sense it's good to just have cool. like the the anchor yeah but we've got some historical figures we've got some fictional characters we've got some folk heroes it's true i've become intimately familiar with the list of with the wikipedia list of american folk heroes <laughs> <laughs> that's also the that I think page... I've been on that page before. It's a good list. <laughs> yes, that page and also the Wikipedia page for your um, list of magical swords, I think, or list of magical <laughs> weapons is also oh, yeah, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I that I really love very dearly. Shoutouts to the 13 Treasures of the British Isles. Still forever like one of my favorite Wikipedia pages. All right. Cool. So I think uh, yeah. we should call this session. I was going to say. So... And then for the listeners out there, there will be some editing magic, and we'll jump back in to a couple days from now. It's true. Wish us luck on our research quests, and uh, place your bets. Who will we choose? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, good one. Ooh. Time to stop! <laughs> All right. And just under 48 hours have passed since 10 seconds ago.
And <laughs> we are Time back resumes. with our <laughs> We are back with our new servant OCs. Uh once again, please do not steal. I know you're, you're going to be very tempted to because they're all very good, I'm sure. Oh, but... I'm sure. Amazing. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, so I am going to go first and then Yuri and then Mia. Woo! Sound good to everyone? I made a horrible monster of a servant, so <laughs> I want to be as far away from the beginning as possible. All right. So, uh, out of the four that you gave me, Yuri, yes. uh, I had a bit of a difficult time deciding on one because they all seem to have like some challenges to making something that I thought would be satisfying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Zora was the first one I went to, um, and I think you definitely could make some neat servants out of him. Um He's got some, like, obvious shoe-ins for, like, Saber, Rider, and Assassin. Um, but I felt like from the brief research I did on him, reading his Wikipedia page and stuff, there's just so much Zoro content that I feel like I couldn't do him justice without actually knowing any of his specific stories or feats or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I decided not to go on that one. Um, eventually, I settled on John Henry for my service. Oh yeah. Beautiful, amazing boy. Um and uh, I I was struggling with him for a bit too because I was like, yeah, he's a cool story, but like how do I make him not just like big berserker who swings hammer? Mm-hmm. Because that's not fun. Right. Um but I I this morning came up with an idea that I think is pretty cool for how to contextualize him like within the lore of the series in a way that makes him interesting. Cool. I'm excited. So I did end up making him a berserker. Woo! Okay. Uh, his big smash parameters. Boy. His parameters are strength A, endurance A, agility C, magic E, luck D, and noble phantasm C. All right. Uh, and I'm going to start with his noble phantasms instead of his skills. Okay. Uh, because one kind of leads into the other. Sure. So his first noble phantasm is marvelous exploits, exploits to be astonished by, which is the <laughs> same NP, the same NP that Bunyan has. Okay, um, makes sense. Although while she has it at rank A, I gave it to him at rank E. Um, the description for this one is: it uses the United States of America itself as a conceptual noble phantasm and converts the history of the founding of the nation into energy to smash enemies, mowing down everything around it. Oh. Because his feats were not so fantastical as those of other American folk heroes like Paul Bunyan, its rank is very low. Interesting. So you you literally just like word for word took the the Bunyan one, but just made it weaker yeah. because that right. that makes sense. That makes sense. That's yep. interesting. The idea of using like a weaker iteration of this noble phantasm just representing like American folk tales. Yes, I thought that was fun. Yeah. All right, and then his second noble phantasm is the one that most of his kit revolves around which is uh i'll die with my hammer in my hand subtitle preservation of human dignity against adversity yes we love a sub good uh you you gotta have the subtitle it's very important gotta have the subtitle right uh it is rank c it's an anti-unit self noble phantasm okay and the description is reflecting John Henry's legacy as a symbol of strength and endurance for labor and civil rights movements. This noble phantasm grants him the ability to fight ceaselessly until he defeats an enemy. It grants him the skills unyielding will and annihilation wish. However, because oh. it inevitably ends in his own death, its rank is not as high as those of the component skills. 
Okay, and remind me, uh, Annihilation Wish is the Avenger skill. It's the the Angramanyu specifically spell. Interesting. Skill. Oh, the time loop one? No, not that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so then for his skills, first off, uh, class skills, he has Mad Enhancement rank E. Um, At this (laughs) rank, he does not receive the benefits of Mad Enhancement. In exchange, he retains a normal capacity to think. However, his self-destructive tendency is enhanced, manifesting as extreme impulsiveness without regard for self-preservation. Okay. So just get that one out of the way. Right. Seems reasonable. And then his personal skills. So first, we have Annihilation Annihilation Wish rank A+. Uh, I believe Angermanyu has it at A. Okay. Wow. Wow. Bold moves. (laughs) Okay. So this skill... uh, a skill where one participates in an activity with no chance of survival and with a willingness to die. Ignoring his limits, ignoring the limits of his body during battle, he keeps fighting infinitely and increases his he keeps fighting and increases his strength infinitely. Oh. Of course, what awaits at the end is self-destruction, but in the last few seconds before burning out, he can only be challenged by an existence that exceeds the comprehension of humanity. Oh. Wow. So I, I gussied it up a bit from the Younger Manu version. Yeah. Uh, Younger yeah. Manu just makes him, like, infinite fast. Right. His makes uh, him infinite strong. Right. This one makes him infinite strong. Um, I also <laughs> changed it. Younger Manu says he can only be challenged by, like, a first-rate servant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I changed that to an existence that exceeds the comprehension of humanity for reasons that will become clearer in a bit. Okay. okay. And then okay. the second skill that he gets <laughs> from scared. his noble phantasm. I'm scared. <laughs> the second skill he gets from his noble phantasm is unyielding will, also ranked A plus. Okay. Um, this is one that I think Spartacus has it. Uh, Spartacus has it at A, I believe, and Christopher Columbus has it at C. Oh, interesting. Uh, so unyielding will, a skill that represents one's extremely firm will that never yields to any sort of agony, despair, or circumstances. At this rank, not only does it does it uh bleh. at this rank not only does it provide resistance against both physical and mental damage but when combined with annihilation wish his determination alone generates enough magical energy to sustain him through his current endeavor okay that seems really good he's a good boy yes. yeah so he just gets infinitely stronger and stronger until he wins and then he dies okay <laughs> <laughs> i like this <laughs> All right, and then his final skill I'm scared. Uh, is one of my own design. Uh, I went through uh, a couple of iterations on what exactly I wanted the skill to be and how I wanted it to work, what I wanted it to do. Mm-hmm. But what I settled on, um, it's called Human Champion, rank C. Okay. Uh, the description is, In his contest against the steam drill, John Henry challenged and defeated a machine designed to exceed and replace the labor of humans. In a manner similar to how Gaia produces beings intended to cull humans' process of destroying the natural world, oh. this skill is a skill from Gaia. Uh, this skill is a gift from Gaia that provides a boost in parameters when in combat against opponents that rely on magecraft or technology beyond the reach of the common man, rather than on oh. skills and abilities developed from a natural human form. Oh. However, because okay. John Henry was a steel driver who took part in humans' conquest of the world, its rank is fairly low. Okay. Oh, I like that a lot. Thank you. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, that's tight. So is that so basically, a damage up? Or... Yeah, it's a, it's a damage up. Okay. Um, basically, the idea is if you were fighting like your typical 
like saber sword user, then it wouldn't do anything because they have a weapon and they fight with like the strength of their own body. But if he's fighting like uh, a caster or I don't know, like a a, a babbage type or anyone who uses like uh, a weapon of technology, like a gun of some sort, then it it powers him up to fight that. That's fun. Oh yeah. Also, really we definitely fun. took more of a. Uh, I also took more of a like lore approach as opposed to like an FGO gameplay approach. I took only an FGO gameplay approach. That's cool. Okay. We can like we can also like parse it out from there and see want and figure it out. You're not yet. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. Uh, I think in FGO flavor terms, he would probably be um, a three-star berserker. Two busters, too quick. Buster Noble Phantasm. Okay. Two busters, too quick. Okay. I think yeah, and then the first, so the the first skill would probably give like Buster up over what is it five turns? I think for uh, Annihilation Wish and Agrimonio. Yeah, I don't actually know what that skill does in game. I still don't have an Agrimonio. Oh, that's right. Well, as someone who has acquired <laughs> uh, four, um, <laughs> I can tell you that it gives him a ridiculous amount of. Um, quick performance slash damage up um mm-hmm. for five turns and then it kills him okay it gives him like it's kind of like the um the the mao nobu skill um where it it stacks subsequently like as time goes on i believe it goes on for five turns so i think the end result is that he can have something really ridiculous like plus 120 percent quick performance or right, something like right, that right 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 yes uh, okay, but then so definitely that but with buster yeah and then after that he dies <laughs> perfect yeah the third one sounds like it would be a conditional, um, like a conditional, conditional damage, damage up. buff. Yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, you know, like anti divine or anti whatever. There would probably have to be a new trait assigned to everyone, much to you know the designer's chagrin. Right. Um, if nothing else, if we were to do it without adding traits to stuff, you could just do like the enemy of humanity, which is a trait that already exists. True. But I think there are only like five things that have it in the whole game. Yeah, it's like fantasy trees. Fantasy uh, trees. I know um, for the foreigners and BB have it as well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because Summer BB is like unofficial foreigner. Um, right. Yes. Um, and the second one. The second. I can't remember if uh, the skill is actually in the game. It must be. FGO. It has to be. I mean, like, what else does what else does Spartacus fucking do? I'm looking yeah. it up right now. <laughs> yeah yell and be be smiley uh unyielding will um it's a it's a guts and np charge okay, okay. so that's good that uh that yeah. oh that, that that actually that feels pretty flavorful you know right with the with the self-kill skill we love a guts. right right you have a way to go plus ultra <laughs> go beyond <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good cool that's so much fun yeah, that rules. Yuri, wait, no, 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 no. we're not done, Ben. We're not done. <laughs> Are we not done? So tell me, how does this boy look? Like you don't obviously oh, there's no arc, look? but like just riff on oh. it for a second. Just riff. I didn't prep this for um, myself, so. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> I have to go look at pictures uh, of my horrible boy. It's a good question. There is on like every page about John Henry. Um including his Wikipedia page, there's a very cool-looking statue of him. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just what, what I've been picturing throughout this whole process. But it's just, like, 
a huge muscly shirtless guy with a hammer. Um, which I think is probably pretty accurate. I don't think he has any sort of like fancy anime JRPG costume on or anything. Um, Maybe at third ascension he gains one that's ridiculously impractical and nobody will use it. <laughs> yeah, or he just has like a lot of belts. <laughs> he still has yeah, no shirt. He just gets a lot of belts. He just has yeah. a lot of belts. His shoes get a little shinier. I don't know. Ooh. Right. <laughs> that is what all male ascensions end up being. It's like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. The hammer uh, gets I did bigger. In the process of this. Oh, the hammer definitely gets bigger. The hammer gets really <laughs> stupid by the end. Yeah. Um, I did in the process of this learn what a steel driving man actually does. Okay. Um, what does a steel driving man do? Yeah. So the the steel driver's job was to they were used for like building tunnels, um, and I had always pictured that like oh the steam drill just like drives through the mountain and he's here with his hammer like beating the shit out of the rocks or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is not how it is at all. Okay. Okay. What uh, a steel driver would take like these long like steel drills and use a hammer to beat them into the like mountain face and then pull them out so that uh dynamite could be inserted into the holes to oh. like blow up the the side of the cliff or whatever that makes sense that is a pretty yeah. sucky job that right. definitely is not great <laughs> huh which probably means also that the steel the the steam drill is a much smaller machine than i've always been picturing yeah, because I yeah. definitely imagine, like, the big tunnel boring kind of things, you know? But, yeah, like, a la 1800s. Right. But he still gets to have a big anime hammer. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Oh, <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm already yeah, even ima- if he's hammering in, like, tiny pegs into the mountainside, <laughs> this this is a great hammer. Right. I'm already imagining, like, fan art of, like, Paul Bunyan being, like, absolutely huge and him being, like, a tiny man comparatively next to her, <laughs> even though the fact that he's, like, I don't know, like, 6'4 and wrecked. Right, right. Yeah, I think he'd get along well with Spartacus. Definitely. Um, I think he his natural enemy is Edison. Yeah, natural true. enemy. <laughs> yeah, true. Edison and true. Babbage, uh, but especially Edison. Yes, decidedly um, Edison. I think you could, I could think more on it and come up with an interesting dynamic between him and Gilgamesh too, mm. because Gilgamesh's whole thing is like, all humans must achieve to the absolute limit, and if they don't, they're worthless. That's true. That's true, actually. Yeah, this could be surprisingly. There there could be some, you know, some respect shown. Right. Huh. I Neato. like him. I love cool. it. Cool, thank you. I'm a big fan. Yeah, I think he's cool. I found a, a fun way to do it. Yeah. Yes. Should we, uh, we should also probably, like, post a PDF or something that has all of our, like, sheets afterwards. Yeah. yeah, sure. Once they're all, like, finished up, I, I personally still need to fill in some details, but it's a, you know. I'm you, you all now I have home. a lot more work to do, but we'll, we'll <laughs> do it. Things will happen. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, you all at home will be able to read our wonderful creations and long after them. Then tell us who would win in a fight. And tell us who would win in a fight. <laughs> As is customary in fate tradition. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Yuri. Why don't you take it away? Okay, yeah, it's me. Um... So I have absolutely zero flavor text, and I don't know how to balance a character. So you two are the pros. So um, if anything is absolutely terrible, you let me know, and maybe we can talk through how to make things better so the audience can also know how to make their own Fate OCs. Yes, this is is Fate OC creation 101. Yeah, Um, um, 
teaching with manga, American history style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> teaching with manga. <laughs> um, okay, but first I should give like my spiel of how of which character I, I chose. Yeah, yes. please. Um, so there were lots of characters that I really liked. I know. I think I've been telling Mia that I want mm-hmm. like a Faust character for a very, very long time. Yes. Um, but you like the Zippy Boys? I do like the Zippy Boys. But doing some research, I do think that Faust exists in Fate, at least by name. He's been oh. like spoken of before in Mephistopheles. Like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Right. Well, because Mephistopheles is the is the demon that exactly. that was yanking his chain for twenty something years. So I. Couldn't stand to look at Mephistopheles for long enough to um, <laughs> do research to figure out what Faust's deal was. So this I, is that's totally understandable. So I sort of threw that idea out. Um, oh, what are the other boys' names? Um, what is it? Hongil Dong. Is yeah, a very, you had a Hongil Dong. Good boy. Um, yes, but surprisingly, I couldn't find like enough about things that he actually did. Yeah, um, which just sort of that that. That died in its shoes, unfortunately. Yeah, that's real. It's also like like uh, Ben and I were talking a little bit before, um, like when when you went to switch yeah. locations. Like we only had forty eight hours. It totally makes <laughs> sense that we can't do like super extensive research. Yeah, he's definitely right. a really interesting character and a character that I think, out of all of these characters, genuinely should be in Fate. But oh yeah, I don't think I know enough about anything to actually put him in. <laughs> Word. Um, future perhaps me a. Future Gondor short Hongo Dong design. I would do that. Ooh. I would do that. I would do that. Cool. Uh, <laughs> we haven't we haven't made any of this yet though, so people won't yeah, understand <laughs> what that means. But that's fine. Uh, but at, sort of at this point in my research, did I find out the fact that I think I told both of you last night, which is that um, Pharaoh Akhenaten <laughs> has huge anime titties. Yes. This is yes. Yeah, so I heard. This yeah. is just a thing. There are like lots of theories on what medical like disorders he might have had. Um, but apparently he was like very very androgynous in appearance um and had like i found some images that maybe i can drop to you guys um later that he has like these thick thighs like this boy is thick as fuck (laughs) Um, (laughs) that rules so i did like some research on some like medical conditions like there was one thing that people were thinking that he has like a connective tissue disorder that's also with his like hormone disorder that he like had like really like long spindly limbs. Oh. Um, so obviously we're going for a gender question mark. Um. Interesting. Okay, Interesting. because my only experience with Akhenaten's appearance before now is just the bust that's on his <laughs> Wikipedia page. Yeah. His <laughs> Wikipedia page. Which if you've ever seen like a a Virgin versus Chad meme, <laughs> this face puts any Chad meme to shame. It's so amazing. true. It's the most masculine face I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we will link it for sure. But people yeah. apparently were like saying that like the reason why he's so like thin in the jaw and stuff like that is because of like this connective t- tissue disorder thing. Huh. Very interesting. Like uh, why the chin is so prominent. Yeah. Huh. That makes sense. Okay. Um. Okay. How should I walk you through this? So okay. long story short, I was like, what's this guy's deal? He basically wants to like in fate terms, of course not historical terms, but if we enhance things a little, he yeah. wants to like destroy all of the gods and make Ra the only valid god. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds good, right? Just dial that up to eleven. So dial that up to yeah. eleven, and um, I think you have someone who's gone absolutely batshit in the sun for a really long time and might be observer. 
Mia, I really hope you didn't make a berserker and my terrible nightmare <laughs> of all of us doing the same class didn't come true. I did not make a berserker. Okay. I do think it's funny that you your 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 uh, your vision almost came true though. Yeah. Um yeah. But so yes, I think Very I funny. decided that he would be um I use I'm using he, by the way. That he would be a berserker mm-hmm. just just for the the flavor of um the sun being too much. And so I'm sort of going on like a insane sun obsessed pharaoh um sort of okay. root with this. Sure. Um, this makes sense. I did attribute Sky just because of his link with divinity, because he also I gave him um, a divinity passive skill. Because sure, that makes sense. Yeah, because you know, I always forget attributes exist. Um, I know, me too, me too. Good, good on you. Attributes. We always forget that attributes exist in FTO. Um, And also, just I did some traits because you know we have divine, we have humanoid. I put him as a king, um, and then of course you need to have Brynhild's beloved and weak to bed of knowledge. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like everyone. Yep, yep. Um, I, and again, since I went for an FGO exclusive kit with absolutely no flavor whatsoever. Um, That's fine. I'm doing a quick arts arts buster buster. Wait, a quick arts arts buster buster. Um, Wait. Yes, yes. That is five. Yes. I can count. So that's yes. two okay. arts, two busters, and a quick. Yes. Um, I'm there. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, cool. Classic Pharaoh. Classic, Classic Pharaoh. Pharaoh lineup. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think would be fun. Also, he will have an arts um NP when I get to that. So I think that oh. that's a okay. fun berserker flavor. Yeah, we do love an arts berserker. Um I'm down with this. For my passive skills, I of course I went with Divinity Divinity and Mad Enhancement. I put mm-hmm. Divinity at rank C because um He's divine, but sort of in a shitty way, and his god didn't win in the end. Yeah. He'd like to think <laughs> yeah. it did, but it surely did not. Yeah. Um, and I think I put Mad Enhancement at rank A. I don't know how I feel about that, looking back on it now. Mm-hmm. But that's what I wrote in pen on my paper. <laughs> right, so we can't be changed. <laughs> so, so thus it shall forever remain. Yes. Um, I named my skills... Um. I just basically looked up some skills that happened and I cherry-picked what I wanted from them. Um, Mm -hmm. So sort of what I'm imagining with his kit is um, he, as a berserker, for some reason, he is like a self-preserving berserker and he, like, all the skills that I have, I sort of want him to survive and kill off the rest of his um, the rest of his party because that's fun and makes a character absolutely useless in battle. Oh, I like that. That's Um, very funny. (laughs) Yeah. So I um, gave him his first skill. So like the first skill to unlock would be um, I made it rank B, but that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> um, I called it <laughs> Son of the Sun, and it um, okay. grants a self guts one time for three turns, and it grants a self debuff immunity for three turns also. Um, okay, which okay. I think is uh, very similar to one of Nidacris's skills. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. She has um. A, a guts and heal. Yeah, I think, I I just, think that's true. I yeah. think she also has. It also does a self debuff, but I just switched some things around for her or for um. Cool. Yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. this, for this, for this terrible big titty pharaoh boy. <laughs> big titty pharaoh. <laughs> the second skill to unlock, um, I called endless daylight rank B. Um, cool. Which is just a basic um, self invincibility. 
I put it two attacks for five turns. Um, I forget who I stole that from, but someone has that. Is that an Achilles? Yeah, or is that a, it's Achilles. A there we go. Like that. Okay. Yeah, it's go. either an Achilles or um, no. Uh, Marie has. Is it three times? Yeah, Marie has just protection from arrows, but with invincibility. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, he like was not a good pharaoh in any way, shape, or form. And <laughs> sort of just uh-huh. like fucked up all of the. Uh, Egyptian like lore for a bit because he was like this god is the only valid god and if you don't believe in my god then fuck you yeah we yeah. love a good monotheist um. <laughs> oh yeah pagans uh, what are those get them out of here uh, I remember being like I went through that frequent middle school phase of just being like super into mythology yeah. mm-hmm. um, obviously Greek are you saying you're not still that's... in that phase <laughs> I'm, Where I'm are you right really. now, Ben? What are you doing? Right now? <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, Yuri. <laughs> but I remember like reading, like reading the Percy Jackson books and all, mm-hmm. and like knowing everything that a like twelve-year-old could be expected to know about Greek mythology, mm-hmm. and then trying to get into like Egyptian mythology and being super frustrated because none of it was consistent yeah like all of the, all of the greek mythology stuff is like pretty straightforward everyone generally agrees on what the different gods were and like what their stories and then you go to egyptian and it's like this stuff all changed over the course of like eight thousand <laughs> years of civilization yeah so everyone's completely different and then akhenaten came along in the middle and just completely flipped the table <laughs> on it all yeah <laughs> yeah and fuck things over a, for a bad boy. the rest of his teammates. Yeah, um, yeah. bad boy and 12-year-old me didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which leads me to my third skill. Also, I named all of the skills about um, historical books that I found that were written about him. Oh, fun. Oh, um, cool. So the third skill is God Against Gods, rank C. Um, Ooh, that's which, a good skill name. Uh, will draw the attention of all enemies to one ally for one turn. And will also increase his own critical star absorption. Um, ooh, ooh! I like that skill. Oh, that's fun! I like, I that, like that skill a lot. A lot. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I stole that from. Who did I take that from? I took that from somebody. Um, I don't think anyone uh, has targeted taunt and star absorption. No, no one has. No yeah, one has the combo. You, no, um, right. The only two targeted taunts in the game are um, Chen Gong's and Kiritsugu's. Yeah, I. I think I used um, Kiritsugu's like base for the. Um, you know, for the taunt, the targeted taunt. Mm-hmm, right. But I added the critical star absorption for later. That's um, good. Nice. Because I wanted it to that. benefit him, because I want everything that he does to benefit him and make his t- teammates sad. <laughs> that's good. You know, Chen Gong's yeah, here now. Everything's design. off the table of how we treat our teammates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is very solid so far. Um, and for my parameters, I went with a um, strength B plus, endurance A Agility C, Magic D, and NPC, and I didn't calculate a luck. I forgot. Sorry. No, it's fine. It wasn't on the list I was looking at. <laughs> okay, it's it's probably. I mean, let's let's look at him. Every, he kind of just got deleted and super canceled afterwards. So I put him low, maybe like C yeah. at best. Fantastic. C Perfect. luck. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, and I just mixed that with um. I think I based that off Nito Chris halfway and then mixed it with some other berserkers to make him me believe that he actually could live as berserker. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, nice. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, that's, as someone who has read a lot of parameters, that sounds, like, very respectable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we have an arts NP. Um, yes, arts build berserker with two busters. Hell yeah. Um, which is called Beautiful are the Forms of Ra, the Unique um, Son of Ra, which is um, okay. his, like, name. You know, just one of the... I- you know, okay, I found out that, like, all Egyptian pharaohs had, like, literally, like, 17 names, and since he changed his, he has, like, 32 or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, because he started out as something else, yeah. didn't he? And then he changed his name to Akhenaten? Yeah. yeah. So this was, like, his yeah. chosen name, which already makes okay. him sound more gender question mark than I intended. But <laughs> that's what he wanted to be called, so fuck it. He, he's um, valid, I guess. And so this NP would deal damage to the en- enemy party, so it's AoE. Um, but it would also okay. increase the own party's NP charge and damage for three turns, but will seal all of the um, party's NP for one turn. Oh. Oh, I like that. That's cool. That's fun. That's good to That's flavorful. Um, so he's benefiting other people, but also fucking... Yeah. Nice. Oh, that Does he have, um, like, bonus damage against Divine or anything in there? Um, I was going to, but then I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> You could probably just slap it into the NP, because so many NPs yeah. these days just have, like, a conditional damage up for no like, reason. Yeah. Overcharge, more damage against Divine. Yeah, yeah. overcharge, more damage against Divine. Yeah. Seems... There are lots of Divine boys and girls and question marks out there. It's true. Yeah. Many a Divine. Oh, so that's all I have. Cool. Nice. I like that a lot. I like it a lot, too. I, I would use the shit out of that Berserker, frankly. Sorry for going yeah, that, for a that's more a really good FGO build. No, it's but... okay. I got that's into fine. the numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. And like it, you know, if we if we wanted to to, you know, noodle it out, I'm sure we could find things that make sense. Because you have like a a design concept in your brain. Yeah, and it it, it oh, would yeah. just be a matter of like spending enough time with it to be like, okay, how do I make this actually make sense if this were to happen in real life? Oh yeah. Which also there's. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> when will there ever very be a funny earlier today? Bring it hmm. to the tabletop. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We got enough I would, numbers. Uh, I would love to try doing a fate tabletop at some point, but it sounds so messy. Yes, it would it be terrible, but it could be rewarding. Yeah. It was very funny earlier today when you messed just like, guys, how do you calculate star drop rates? And you were like, Yuri, no, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, Yuri, oh no, yeah, it's gone too far. <laughs> Numbers uh, are the only thing. <laughs> awesome. So we've got we've got a big titty Egyptian Arjuna altar. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's, I like it. It sounds good. I'm into it. Hell yeah. Mia, do you wanna okay. end us off? I guess I'll bring it home. Bring it home, Mia. Country All right. roads. So um I was given a number of options. Uh, Lady True, more or less, the same problem that we we had before the break, where I couldn't find a lot of info about her. Um, Virgil, I just sort of wanted to avoid doing a, a classical figure, so I figured, well, there's a lot of information on Virgil. If if I get stuck with the other ones, I'll come back. Um, I was trying to think of how I could squeeze the um, the the Rana Valona one. Um, out of the whole like spirit possession thing, but 
it felt like it would have just been a little too gimmicky and I, I couldn't get enough like skills out of it that wouldn't have just been like charisma military tactics uh that's fair yeah even though it was a cool legend and i i you know i may revisit it at another point should we ever do one of these again um so i ended on Pancho Villa, who is a rider nice I did not actually expect you to pick this one, but I did think that if you did, I'd be really curious what you came up with. Yeah, so I picked Pancho Villa, um, sort of a famous Mexican revolutionary hero. Um, This was surprisingly, it was a little bit tricky because he doesn't really have like, yeah, I didn't want to be boring and just say like, oh, he gets big army like Iskander, but not as good because Iskander is (laughs) Uh the best big army. (laughs) <laughs> um, right, and he doesn't really have like a specific. There's no super, you know. There, there's no like one event that is very obviously a noble phantasm. Um, mm-hmm. so I I went a little more abstract with this. I hope it paid off. Um, I also whenever I get stuck in anything, I just slap ex on it. Um, <laughs> so you're gonna see one of those. Okay, cool. Um, so Ryder Pancho Villa is, um. All right, parameters. Yes. Strength yes. is D. Endurance is C. Agility is C+. Plus, magic is okay. E. And luck is B. Um, okay. All right, so some low parameters. Low parameters because he's a pretty new heroic spirit, and mm-hmm. the sort of the, the general lore consensus, it seems to be, is like the newer the heroic spirit, the worse the parameters are, even if they have like good abilities. Right. So kinda, I kind of looked at Billy. I looked at Edison. I looked at Tesla. I feel like you would um, just take any excuse to look at Billy. I I li- <laughs> listen you. <laughs> yes, but also <laughs> I did look at other things. Valid to look at Billy. Valid to look at Billy. All right, class skills. You got writing B plus. Um, it's it's good, but it's not great. And the plus is for riding mounted things like horses and and other stuff because he he was okay. he was a horse like there's the fam- famous statue of him riding on a horse it, it makes sense that he gets a bonus wait, for wait 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 mia we live in a a, a post lost belt three world you can no longer say he was a horse <laughs> that's yeah, true you can't just that's true was... you're error <laughs> okay, like, not a horse okay, you're gonna go for the making your character a horse rude <laughs> yeah nope nope he rode horses rode horses so he's good at riding things that are like horses <laughs> okay that's where the plus comes from, and he has magic resistance. But it does it, it except he doesn't have magic resistance. Um, it's like <laughs> Billy has magic resistance and then just like no value, um, Re- oh, okay. because they the explanation given is that Billy is from a time where mystery is very weak, um, and had yeah. very little exposure to it, and so has no resistance to magic. Um, okay, and but magic resistance just is a a class skill for. Riders? For riders, yes. Yeah. Like archers okay. get independent action and uh, magic resistance, I think. And riders get riding and magic resistance. Um, but he, he does not really have magic resistance. So that's the thing there. But it is it is represented okay. like in FGO, I guess you would just see riding and you wouldn't see magic resistance. Um, <laughs> in like his lore sheet, you would see a little line next to magic resistance and an explanation. Okay, cool. So on to the personal skills. Um,. The first skill is called Revolutionary Tactics, B minus uh, rank. Um, it is... Because- so this is an alternate tactics? Yes. Like we've got in a couple of... Okay. Yes. So I didn't want to make it... I thought about just leaving it at Military tax- Tactics, and I said, no, if we are going to adapt this into FGO, I can't like 
I can't allow another servant to be created with military tactics, <laughs> so I had to change it. Yeah, thanks like, for literally doing the service. Yeah, that's kind of the only reason I did it, but I, I tried to swing it in a lore way. Um, okay. What I wrote was, a skilled general, Pancho Villa led his army to victory across many battles during his active years. The demerit, because it's B-, minus, is due to his severe losses and miscalculations towards the end of his career. Additionally, the skill also allows him to temporarily boost all his and his allies' parameters by one rank if in the presence of someone deemed by a majority of Grail War participants to have an unjust control of the playing field. Interesting. Because he's a revolutionary. Yeah. Revolution. So if you're in, like, the end of Season 1 of Fate Zero. Correct. When everyone teams up to fight Caster. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of, actually. Like, in a situation like that, then that skill gets better. Cool. Nice. Um, You know, because his whole thing was, like, anti-authoritarian. Right. I like that. That's very cool. Thanks. The second skill is called Star of the Silver Screen at rank C. Um, yes, I was I was wondering what you would do with this part of his story, because it's very funny. I think it's really funny, too. Uh, and this part of his story is that Pancho Villa actually appeared in a number of films about himself as himself, um, which is very interesting, because you don't really get a lot of, I don't know, figures doing that. Um, right. And especially, like, you know, we don't have a ton of really young heroic spirits. You don't have a lot of, like, people with a strong film presence. I kind yeah. of... my. My thought on this was that, like, the reason it's so low rank is that I could imagine someone who is a more famous actor having the skill at a higher rank. Um, right. That this would just be the name of the skill that you would give to, like, people to who are famous for actor. acting. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, like, movie It's actor. very funny, too. He, yeah, he basically invited Hollywood people to come, like, travel with his army yeah. on campaigns. Yeah. And, like, film his troop movements and stuff. Right. Specifically then, because he kind of wanted to paint himself as this, like, big revolutionary hero. And it worked. Yeah. Yes. And also because he would fund those campaigns with his cut from, like, the box office. So that smart. I did not read. But that is really smart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it is Star of the Silver Screen. It is only rank C. Um, because there were only, like, a, a handful of movies. Um, mm-hmm. And he's not, like, you know a real ass actor or anything so i was like this this can be a lower rank um okay so my my flavor is being among the younger heroic spirits via is one of the few to actually appear on camera the skill grants a combination of d rank charisma information erasure and illusionism to ensure that in the eyes of his foes he always appears to look at his best even when bloodied and battered oh huh that's cool so the oh, idea is that, like, he's kind of, you know, he appeared in film to sort of curate his image better. So um, charisma, you know, is kind of just laying on the charm. Um, illusionism is the skill that <sighs> I think um, Merlin and uh, Prelati have it yeah. um, at rank A. So I gave it a D. Um, just kind of the idea is disguising your, your presence. Um, it would basically okay. just kind of be like a, you know, for you D&Dsters out there, like a disguise self. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's an active skill, not a passive one. It is, yeah, so in, okay. in FGO, they would have some kind of, um, it would have to have some kind of gameplay effect. Mm-hmm. But yes. Well, in FGO, Illusion is the, like, team-wide party invincibility. Oh, that's true. So I guess if a really bad invincibility, or a really bad Illusion would probably just like, be... like, damage cut? 
da- either damage cut or like a one hit invincibility maybe mm-hmm. yeah but i'm like um, imagining more like in like a like in like a animated something or like a story like mm-hmm. does he have to activate it or is it always there it's always on interesting yeah so like in in universe it's like if you like stabbed him in the chest then it would be like there would be like blood coming out of it but there would be like no clothing damage there would be like no skin damage like you wouldn't see it he doesn't get ugly scars he gets sexy scars yeah exactly nice yes um and then the third skill component of that is information erasure which is the skill that jack has jack the ripper um which is the buff removal decreased crit rate um in apocrypha if you've seen it uh, which I know you two have, but for the viewers, mm-hmm. it's it basically makes it so that like after you see Jack, you start having like hazy details of remembering like what she looked like, what what the deal was with her. Um, right. I imagine like a D rank information eraser erasure would just, you know, if there was like anything that seemed off about Ryder, that you would just kind of come away from the interaction being like, oh, that was a pretty cool guy, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay. Like, cool. It's more of a just like, um, it's just more of like a charisma kind of charm boost as opposed to like you know forgetting who he was entirely. Right. Neat. I like that. Yeah. That's a very cool skill. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, it's and a very then good, like mix of skills. Yeah, I am a big fan of skills that mix skills. Um, there's a few that do that in Type Moon. I don't know why I'm just mm-hmm. I'm kind of a big fan of like the Swiss Army knife skills. Mm-hmm. So I guess in terms of gameplay, it would be a really weird one because it would probably have it would probably have to have the buff removal on it too because that's what information erasure is. Mm-hmm. So it would be yeah. like attack up, one hit invincibility or damage cut and then like a buff removal, which mm-hmm. is a really weird skill. That's a nuts skill. A very good skill. Very very good <laughs> yeah. skill. Um, and the last one is Punitive Expedition, A++. Um, and the Punitive Expedition is when the American military, like when, when Panchavia pissed off the American military and they all went after him, um, and they couldn't find him. That's what it was called. Uh, it's kind of remembered as the Panchavia Expedition, but originally it was called the Punitive Expedition. So that is where the skill comes from. The flavor is, even with the might of the American military bearing down on him, Via never allowed himself to be captured. If an enemy servant or faction is in pursuit of him, especially if they intend to capture or kill him, they will be unable to track him down. So the idea is that it's just kind of like a... It's like a very specific situation presence concealment kind of thing. Okay. If it's like... Kind of like somewhere between presence concealment and disengage? Yes. Okay. Basically. Um, you know, if I had more time, I would have tried to tweak this a little bit because in the end he did get assassinated. Uh, right. So that kind of, that kind of conflicts with this, but. Not by this expedition. though. No, yeah. not by this expedition. This expedition never found him. No, this and expedition then World totally World never started, found him. So they pulled the expedition away to do that instead. Yes. <laughs> it did end up catching a few of his like, uh, like generals and things like that, but he mm. was never caught. So, Yeah. So kind of a, a little bit more of a, a sneaky, a sneaky skill. Okay. Neat. Um, there are two noble phantasms. Um, one of them really doesn't matter as much, but I felt like it was probably worth incorporating something like it. Um, I called it Division del Norte, or Nort. Nort I'm assuming it's Norte. I didn't. I can't remember Norte, if there was an yeah. accent on it. Um, a general's pride. 
which is rank C. I don't know what you would call this. It's kind of like Richard's uh, NP, where he can like summon goons. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like the part okay. of Ionian Hetairo where he just like pulls people out of it. Um, right. I imagine this would allow him to have, you know, some trusted advisors for for scouts, um, for you know, light combat stuff. But it wouldn't be like you know, summoning two other servants that are really good. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of a you know a a, a goon a goon NP. I didn't even write text for it because it's pretty. It's simple. Yeah. Um. And the 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 last one, the big one, um, is. Uh, Monumento a la Revolución, <laughs> which actually sounded more French than Spanish when I said it like that, and I'm sorry, my accent is awful. Um, the Life of General Villa, which is the name of the one of the movies that he was in. Nice. Uh, okay. The Monumento is uh, the monument is where he is. I believe where his remains are currently being kept in Mexico. It's like a monument to the revolution. Cool. Um. So, I don't know what you call this. I don't know what type it would be. It is EX because I because I was pressed for time and I couldn't think of how to rank this on a ranking scale. The flavor text is Pancho Villa has persisted in the minds of his people as the embodiment of revolution. A figure that fights against the authoritarian, one who steals from the rich and gives to the poor, one who leads the charge on a quest to change everything. If his opponent summons an army, he can summon one of equal size. If faced against a magical blast, he can fire one of the same strength. This ability alone will never allow him victory in a fight. It will only grant him the ability to face opponents who should have an overwhelming advantage. The rest is up to his skill as a fighter. Ooh. Hmm. So it's kind of like a leveling the playing field skill. Um, yeah. I also felt that it was appropriate to give him some kind of way to conjure an army, even though I didn't think it was right to have it be his only gimmick. Mm-hmm. Because right. he has kind of taken on a sort of Robin Hood, sort of like bandit kind of uh reputation also even though he was like a general who led like a very large yes. army mm-hmm. he's got this kind of weird mythos surrounding him and i i thought that he, he was a, a bandit in his in his early years. Like, early life yes. before the revolution yeah. right right so i felt like something like this was the only way that i could make that where i could like synthesize all of those things together okay um i guess the the thing that this my brief explanation doesn't cover the mechanics of would be like, what if you throw like a gay bowl at him? Like what happens? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it would just be like, you know, if someone throws like a gay bowl at him, he can pull out like a row Ayaz or if he just has to take it. Um, you I know, see. like that was something that I hadn't worked out like mechanically in my head. Um, yeah. But it'll still look good while he takes it. Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Always. Yeah, but it'll still look great doing it. Um, I have no idea how I would translate that to FGO. I guess it would probably be a. It would either just be like a like an AOE damage thing, um, maybe with a bonus to like. I imagine he would probably be like a three or four star. I guess I guess for the sake of the skill, he'd probably have to be silver. Um, and you could say maybe this would do like bonus damage to like gold enemies or something. Maybe cool. I w- I'm imagining kind of like uh, Chin Liangyu's noble phantasm. Uh, yes. Where, where it's, d- it's like whenever she gets hit, she heals and gets what, like a crit, crit damage buff. Uh, I don't think it's crit damage. I can't remember what it is. Whenever she or gets so, hit by a crit, sense. she heals. Right, right, right. So maybe this could be like a, a party wide buff that's like whenever they get hit, 
they like heal a little bit back and then gain like an attacker defense buff. Yeah, that seems super cool. Yeah, so that would probably be how that would uh how that would play out. Yeah, yeah, this is a weird one. (laughs) He's fun though. Yeah, it was. This was a hard one. (laughs) This was very hard. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised you went with it. Yeah, me too, honestly. But I, I wanted to read a little bit about the, uh, the Mexican Revolution because I, I didn't really know anything about it, and I thought it'd be a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I had just been doing the same thing last week. Is how I had the idea for him. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Well, there you have it. I guess the only part of the kit that we didn't really discuss would be how to make punitive expedition a, an FGO skill. That if sounds it's like a lot. <laughs> presence concealment. It would probably. I guess it would give, like, star gen up. I don't really know why Presence Concealment does that, but it does. Because um, mm-hmm. assassins. And maybe a dodge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> maybe the second skill gives a damage cut. Maybe the third one gives a dodge and something else. A heal. Um, maybe even... Maybe it's evade, but it has... Um, oh, God. What is it called? Buff removal resist. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Or something like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do love that, and I do need yeah, more of it be a tough one. in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what, buff removal yeah, resist? Yeah, it's, it's for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been trying and struggling to find, like, party members that I can pair with Concert U because she just keeps fucking, like, you can't <laughs> continually NP with her because she just rips all of her buffs off of her. So you have to have someone who can give that to her. You have to have someone who can help her because she can only do it once every five turns. And if you use the Atlas Mystic Code, you can do it once every three turns, once, and then you have to do it once every five turns. I've thought about this a lot, okay? <laughs> Trying to make my bad character work better. Okay, yeah, that's it for me, though. Nice. Wow. I, think we, I think we did good. I think we did do good. Um, are we done? Is this the end of the episode? I guess. Uh, do you want to do a, a random page? Oh, sure. I guess, uh, do you want to join us on this, this quest, Yuri? Sure. So, do you do you know the segment? Yes. Have you... Okay, yes. I, yes, I've listened to your show before. That's what I, I thought. <laughs> I just... I, I don't know. I didn't want to assume. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Okay. I've got one for you. You got it? All right. Um, what is it? It's someone that we've talked about in the past quite a bit, so we might want to... I'll leave it up to you whether we want to, uh skip or not okay um kirstaria wodime it's kirstaria it's kirstaria huh um and i feel like in a, in a lot of episodes recently we've been ending them with like okay but kirstaria's lost balance. yeah right right right. <laughs> that's the thing is like we know kirstaria's up to some shit but we don't really know what all the shit is yeah i'll just read his his like short blurred paragraph at the beginning of the wiki article. Okay. Hey, I just ran into that too. Wodime. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Kishtaria Wodime is one of the seven cryptors, masters attempting to supplant the greater history of man with that of the Lost Belt in Fate Grand Order, Cosmos and the Lost Belt. He is the master of Lancer Canis and two other dis- divine spirit servants. He is formerly one of the 48 Chaldea master candidates and a member of the 18. There you go. That's it. There he is. He's pretty handsome. That's the guy. He's pretty handsome. He's got some luscious locks. He's pretty. He looks like yeah, Ben McCool, he... but better. <laughs> he is just like 
Yeah, he does. He is just like better <laughs> looking Finn. Yeah. Yeah. Kristaria definitely before uh, bleaching the planet definitely like stole all the hair products he could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With as much of a window that the that the god of a foreign star would allow him. Uh, and so then he just, bleached yeah. his hair and then he bleached the planet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what is that thing he's got in his hand? Is that like a weird s- scepter? It's probably a mystic code. Uh, I don't know. I actually, I actually don't know what you're talking about. I don't think I've ever noticed that. It looks like a scepter. I never noticed it before now. Kershtaria. Oh. Oh, that is a wacky thing. Yeah, it just looks like a scepter. It kind of looks like a, like a, like a sextant. Yes. Yeah, it does. Like a sextant with a big handle. <laughs> right. And a, a ball of darkness floating in the middle. Yeah. That's also I'll ominous. S- also, big yeah. ups to Google for me typing up whatever I tried to type up to get Kishtari and sending me to where I wanted to be. <laughs> big ups to Google <laughs> for knowing our horrible anime character names. Yeah. Uh, he was Marisbury Anisphere's top disciple and was said to be a better successor as a lord than Olga Marie. Rip. Rip Olga Marie. Interesting. Yeah. I guess unsurprising. Because it seems like fate really just likes shitting on Olga Marie's life. If you've seen the latest, <laughs> that's very if you've true. seen the latest case files, Olga Marie is introduced just to have her nanny get murdered. <laughs> yep, just to have bad things happen to her. Yep. Do we want to try another one? I did random us another page that could be fun to talk about. Yeah, sure. All right, go for it. What I got was Dimension of Steam, Gorgeous World of Ashes, which is oh. the noble phantasm of Charles Babbage. Yeah, uh, which I didn't actually know the name of. Um, the okay, the difference engine and analytical engine that was designed before in his lifetime had it been truly completed, the brilliant steam engine he had strived for would have finally arrived in the civilized world. In other words, this noble phantasm is the sublimation of Babbage's craving and reverie for his dream, his dreamed-of future carried in his very heart and the mechanical armor that wraps his body. It is a reality marble that allows for the creation of various smaller machines modeled after Caster's armor. Continuously active type noble phantasm is designated as a high-ranked noble phantasm because of its special characteristics and rare nature, but its firepower aspect is only equivalent to the level of a B to C-ranked noble phantasm. Okay. Cool. Kind of a weird Babbage's... He makes little machines. Yeah, he just makes little Babbage's. That's so pure. (laughs) It's kind of terrible, but... Yeah. Yeah. What this world needs is not more bad <laughs> Uh It's already got enough of them. I mean, we've fought so many in our time. Yeah. I do like a Babbage, though. Yeah, he's an interesting character. I honestly don't know a ton about him, other than he's big steam Gundam. And yeah, is yeah. a prime example uh, for me to point out how ridiculous the series is. <laughs> right. Uh, in real life, he's the inventor of the computer. Um, Seriously? Ser- yes. The... Although, you should note the mechanical computer rather than the electronic Sure, one. I mean, I expected as much. Yeah. Dimension um, of Steam. <laughs> Dimension I don't of steam. really know what a mechanical computer is or can do, but it it was, like, the first, like, programmable device, I think. Oh, man. Apparently, looks... what he says during his NP is, here is an unspoken dream, my fantasy, my ideal, my dream dimension of steam it kind of rhymes it rhymes and everything also here's what a mechanical computer looks like this awful thing 
Oh, God. Okay. I have no idea how you use this. Looks like a typewriter and a calculator had a terrible baby. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of like you tried to put an abacus inside a thing with numbers, and it just didn't really go well. (laughs) Right. You just, like, punch the screen out of your laptop and replace it with an abacus. (laughs) There's a... I see a lever on the side that says uh, subtract and add, I'm assuming. <laughs> okay. Then we can uh, thank Babbage for this this terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of looks like a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> thank you, Babbage. It does look like a hurdy gurdy. You know, right. the, you, you crank it and instead of making music <laughs> for you, it just makes numbers happen. Counts. Yeah. Uh, I When I was trawling through the skill page and the Type Moon Wiki, uh-huh. um, I ran across a, a Babbage thing that almost made me have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, no. Because I was like, this is the stupidest lore ever. But then I realized that it was a mistake. But I'll, I'll read for you what I saw, <laughs> which was on the skill mechanized armor. Um, okay. In the description, there's a bit about like his strength, endurance parameters, et cetera, et cetera. And then it has the flavor text, which says, since he was eight years old, Babbage was deeply attracted to automaton. Oh, no. It is said that the first automaton he met was a female design, which he met in the workshop of an inventor family with the name of Merlin. Ah! <laughs> uh... Wow. That is exactly how I reacted as well. Uh... And then I clicked on... I clicked on the hyperlink because I was like, no, this can't be... This can't be right. It's not going to bring me to the Merlin page, is it? <laughs> Uh, and then it, it didn't. It didn't bring me to the Merlin Where page. Did it bring you? Instead, it brought me to. Uh, I'm a fool, so I just clicked away from it, and now I have to get back to it. Hold That's on. fine. Do, 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 do. Um, L, N. Ah, there's everyone's favorite skill, Nyarf. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Nyarf. <laughs> I hate this series. <laughs> uh... Uh, murderer, mixed blood, uh, mind's eye, midsummer, where, uh, melt envy, ah, here it is, okay, (laughs) so it brought me to the page for John Joseph Merlin, uh, uh, who was a clockmaker, musical instrument maker, inventor, and showman in the, uh, who's notable in the 1760s in England. Hmm. He cool. is credited with the invention of inline skates. Cool. Shoutouts to yeah. Mr. Merlin. Shoutouts to Mr. Uh, Merlin. And he created automatons such as Cox's Timepiece and the Silver Swan. Hmm. Honestly, Interesting. the only valid. <laughs> yeah, the only valid Merlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So a. a Weird historical figure, but uh, unfortunately not a lore connection between Charles Babbage and actual Merlin. Yeah, that was a little frightening. I wouldn't be surprised if Merlin somehow is someone else's sexual awakening. (laughs) (laughs) It would definitely make sense. I mean, he is like a mortal. Well, also like, yeah, um, like Fate's interpretation of King Arthur in terms of personality is like very much borrowed from... Uh, the Once and Future King, mm-hmm. in which Merlin is depicted as like living in a shack in the woods that's full of um, weird anachronistic stuff, like 
machines from the future and things like that. Oh. Just like, not like future machines way we think of it, but it like, it takes place in medieval Britain and right. he's got like alarm clocks and stuff. Got it's it. like fucking Howl from Howl's movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's basically got Howl. Um, so I was thinking, is this like a, a sh- inspired by that? <laughs> but. But no. Unfortunately not. Fortu- maybe fortunately. <laughs> yeah, maybe fortunately. Damn. Wow. All right. Well, that's your learning for today. Should we end the episode? Yeah. Let's end the episode. Cool. All right. Uh, this was fun. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for being here, Yuri. I would love to do this again now that I know what is expected of me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would also love to do this again. This is fun. I like a, a flash a flash OC challenge. And it's also a good thing to do if we're ever like, oh, God, nothing's happening in the fate world today. What do we do? Uh, just <laughs> yeah, make more servants. Right, right. It's fine. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, well, as always, you can find us on Twitter at The Magic Circuit, on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the dash magic dash circuit. You, you can find me on Twitter at sleepy underscore Mimi. You can find us, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, I almost forgot to say it again, on Google Play oh. Music uh, and Apple Podcasts. We are also there. Yeah. We never say this, but you still find us anyways somehow. Thank you. Um, Thank you very much. And uh, wh- where's Yuri at? Oh, yeah. I don't know where I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Twitter is at beancurdbro, just how oh, yeah. you would think it is. Um, oh, yeah. I mostly post videos of cats, though true that's it you have cool you have posted some very good ones lately yes the one on the uh the one on the escalator yes it was so good. the one in the cat door where they made the cat door hole progressively smaller until the cat just jumped over the whole door cats are oh, I saw that one. That one was yes good. very very good content yeah so uh go to yuri's twitter and watch those cat videos. it's true yeah. um and ben has no social media that isn't right. changed yeah thanks for listening as always yeah um Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.